morning, everybody, everybody's well. Happy Tuesday for those that are here live. Happy whatever day, week it is for you, for those that are here. Whenever you're here, wherever you're here, we appreciate you being here. It's a beautiful day in the neighborhood up in the Northeast. For those that are here with us, summertime. We've been talking about this idea of joining the winds. Yesterday, we started to really get into this world, which is really a complicated world, like we said. If you enjoy it wrong, you end up in the world of arrogance. If you don't enjoy it at all, you end up with a low, a low sense of self-worth. Especially if you go through life and you're pushing. You know, when you look at the world, I'm, I'm using these just as examples. Not because there aren't a million other examples, but because of the examples that I just know. And, I, and because I grew up in this world, I see the world through it. You never forget the, 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 the wisdom of your youth. And I just grew up in the world of sports and athleticism. So like, I'm, for those of you who are like, what are you talking about? Just, these are only just examples. But if you're a player and you're playing in games every single year and you're not winning Super Bowls, like if you can't figure out a way to enjoy plays and enjoy the wins that you get, you're going to have a terrible season. You have a terrible, you're going to have a terrible career. That there's got to be a way for us to develop the neuroplasticity that enables us to have something in our brains that tells us go through the wall. You see, what happens whenever we hit a wall, we don't want to, who wants to go through a wall? Like, that doesn't make sense. I, I don't want to go through pain. I want to avoid pain. So if there's a wall in front of me, I need something that's going to help me overcome my initial reaction, which is avoid pain. So that's why people will avoid doing the things that matter most to them until there's some superseding reason that shows up. I got a buddy of mine that smokes. Now, if you smoke every day, like, you know, that's not good for your health. Like, I don't think that's anything like controversial at this point, right? Like. You know, smoking really does not do good for things for you. So he knows that, but now he created a wall. And the wall that he created was not smoking. That's the wall. It wakes up in the morning and the nicotine, I guess, has a addictive effect. And he wakes up every day with the wall that he put in front of him called smoking. Now he wants to go through the wall and not take the cigarette, but he can't because it's going to, you know, he wants, because he's, he's going to go through pain. So then, you know, this happens all the time. Then he goes to the doctor as he gets older. The doctor basically says to him, like, listen, tough guy, like, either you stop or, like, you're not going to make it to see your kids get married. And, like, the doctor scares the living daylights out of him, and he goes cold turkey. Yeah, whether he lasts or not, it's a whole other story. But the next morning, when he wakes up in the morning, he's not that he wants to, to go through the pain of not taking the cigarette. It's because there's something that supersedes him, which is dying and not seeing his kids grow up. And he looks at that pack of cigarettes and goes, wait, I got life and I got the smoke. Like, oh, okay. I, I really don't want to have the pain of, of, of not smoking, but there's something that supersedes. And we do this all the time. Sometimes it's, I have no choice. I have already signed up, so I have to do it. I created a deadline. I'm going to be in front of people, right? This group, um, there's a certain level of peer pressure 
that I've created for myself because I said I would do something or I'm in front of people or whatever it is. We're always playing these games with ourselves, which is the way I get through this wall is not saying I love pain because no one really loves pain. The way I get through this wall is that I create some superseding reason for it and say, although there will be pain, this is more important. You know, by nature, I'm not a guy that like, you know, is great at like asking people for stuff. I'm working on it. But I remember like during Hurricane Sandy, I mean, it's not my nature at all to do the things that I, during Sandy, I, the water was coming up into my house. I mean, Hurricane Sandy is a whole story into itself. We ran out of my house in the middle of the night. It was scary. Hurricane Sandy. I don't know if you guys remember Hurricane. For those of you who didn't get hit by Hurricane Sandy, you're like, I don't know, what hurricane was that? Yeah, well, if you lived in my neighborhood, Hurricane Sandy, you don't forget. Middle of the night, the water was seeping into my house. I didn't think I'd have a house by morning. I was I can't even I don't want to go down there. But I was run, I ran out the back knocking on neighbors' doors, waking them up at two in the morning. Can we come into your home? Like I would never do that, ever but something superseded it at this point, the safety of my family. This happens all the time in life. We, we, we have a wall in front of us. And when we get to that wall and we want to not go through it, if we have something else that supersedes it, then we go through it. Here's the problem. It's really hard to always bring up some reason to get through small walls. Right, it's it's okay for like big moments, and it's okay for big problems. Right, if you remember, we did the addiction show, and we spoke about in the show, the Shabbat show, we, we had people that said, "I I hit a bottom, and I, I I looked myself and I said I can't go any further down." Okay, that happens in times sometimes. You you have a moment where you have to like you know pull into your adrenaline. Fine. There's peaks and valleys in this world, but you can't get great if every time you want to do something, you need a peak. I always like look at like when like, you know, you ever watch like sometimes when I run, um, I'll watch like the 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 football shows. And like you'll see like people by the um the tunnel coming out. And like they're like pumping each other up and thinking like, this is like game number like 120 for half these guys. Like you still need, you need you still need to get pumped up. Like you still need someone to pull. It. Like you ever think to yourself like he's a professional athlete, like he's about to get on the field. Like he's a professional. He's a professional. This is what he does for a living. He gets paid millions of dollars to do this thing. It's all he does. Does you think he needs to be motivated by a circle of like this is our game, this is our time? And I'm thinking like, is that even necessary? Like you ever wonder like. You need to get pumped up like 50,000 people and your career and millions of dollars is not enough to pump you up. The answer is that when you're up against walls, in this case, an athletic wall, you got to always create some superseding reason to get through that wall. And that's good, except it's hard. It's hard to pump yourself up alone for everyday problems. If you got to like stand on a field and play ball once in a while, okay. If you hit a rock bottom, okay. But if you want to get through life and consistently get through walls, you need another system. You need another system. You need something else. 
that you can look at, that you can go through, that's going to be that which takes you through everyday walls. That's what we spoke about yesterday, which is enjoying the wins. If you don't know how to enjoy your wins, then there's nothing really pulling you through the wall. You know, when you break boards, by the way, they teach you that you can't look at the board. You have to look through the board. You have to be able to, you don't hit the board. You hit the person's chest who's holding the board. Your hand goes to the other side. And along the way, you break the board, right? If you think through the the analogy, the only way to get through walls really is to learn how to live on the other side of that wall. You got to, I'm here. I got to be there. Okay. How do I get there? I got to just go forward. Along the way, I may get some resistance by a wall. Okay. Whatever. My address that I put into Waze this morning is there. Now, if there happens to be a wall between here and there, okay. I'm like, all right, whatever. Like, I got to get through it. It's traffic. I don't know. I got to jump the wall. The neuroplasticity that you have needs to start to get oriented around life beyond the walls that are in front of us every day. I have to start getting good at, I cannot wait to have that relationship. I cannot wait to make these phone calls. I cannot wait to do this thing. I cannot wait to be this patient, to be this resilient. The way you get there is when you have a moment where you've done something that's hard at the end of the day or at the end of the moment in a quiet moment, you're able to just enjoy the win. You let it settle. You let it in. Because if you never let in the workout, if you never have a moment where you have to get off the treadmill and go into the locker room and along the way, you're thinking, that was a hard, that was a hard workout. Wow. If you never have a moment when it's over where you get to just appreciate that you worked hard, then you don't really have any neuro connections on the other side of the wall. Your brain only remembers pre-pain. It has no memories of the satisfaction post-pain. If you've never remembered a test, I was telling my kids recently about tests. We're in final zone now. So for those of you from the lawyers amongst us, do you remember law, how, now I think they've, they've eased up on students. And for the lawyers on the call right now, I'm sure other professions as well, but I know for sure lawyers, my finals were six hours long, each one, six hours of final. When I went through finals for like the week and a half of finals, the final was six hours. You know what I'm talking about for the lawyers in this room? You know what I'm talking about? I remember sitting down at like, you know, especially in the winter at like two o'clock in the afternoon and like getting out of the final at like eight o'clock at night, pitch black. I remember going home, doing it again. And I remember I was telling my kids, like, you think this is like, you know, you know, you know, every parent plays that you think this is hard when I was your age. 
right? It's like this is the this is what parents do. When I was your age, I had to write with blood. We didn't have computers. By the way, which is true, by the way, for those who, who are on this call, that's a little bit on the, who's over the age of, let's say, 45. We didn't have, just to let you know, for those who were younger, I, I can't even imagine how we did anything. We, we had no concept of Google back then. Like, I, 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 I don't know how in the world we survived, but either way. But I remember at the end of each final, the walk. I remember the walk when you left the building that like that walk with your friend, with your fellow students where you felt like you did something. I remember the end of one out that feeling of let's walk this out. Like some, we just really spent a year in academic hell. And just creating these positive, I can't believe I work so hard before you get your grades. Before you know the impact is what now starts this neuroplastic world of this is what it's like to be on the other side. This is what it, in, 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 the, in athletic terms, we call it being sore. There was nothing that was more enjoyable at the end of a week of practice than the Friday soreness. You couldn't walk in the hallways because you were sore. You're Muscles were sore, but there's a certain feeling of, I worked hard. Now here's where we make the mistake. And I got an email from someone yesterday who asked this question. So thank you for asking it. Cause now I can try to clarify it. This has nothing to do with your results. It doesn't matter whether the phone call was amazing it doesn't matter whether your presentation did great. It doesn't matter whether the kids listened. It doesn't matter whether whatever you wanted to get accomplished by working hard, worked hard. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if the game, if you will, ended in a win or a loss. If you get to like what we call levels of athletic insight, at the lowest level of athletic insight, people are scared to play because they're scared to lose. At the second level of athletic insight, people want to win. At the highest level of athletic insight, people want to play. That's the levels of life. I'm scared to lose, so I'm not going to go through the wall. I need to win. So when I go through the wall and I don't win, I'm upset. I realize that life's game and the best thing I could do is be playing. And I am not going to look back and enjoy the wind by defining it as a win, whether I beat somebody else, they do it. I'm going to enjoy the win, which is I went through the wall and an effort, the effort that I, that I expended is the win. I win in my efforts, regardless of the scoreboard. I can use a scoreboard to push me to the final moments. I can use a scoreboard. I can use a result. I can use the feedback to make me better. No question. And of course, I want to win. But when I see a wall in front of me and I go through it today, I do something hard today. Even if at the end of it, I don't get the result that I want. 
That's not where the win is. The win is, did I go through the wall? Did I expend the energy? Did I push the extra mile? Did I make that call? Did I make have that conversation? Did I hold back? Did I have the wrong conversation? Did I do the thing that I wanted to do today? So even if nobody knows, no one knows that my buddy that didn't smoke today. But it doesn't matter. And he's not getting an award for, for quitting smoking. He's not doing it. But it doesn't matter. Because if he's properly assessing his life and he wakes up in the morning and the pack of cigarettes are on his nightstand and he gets up and he looks at it and he keeps on going, he just barreled through his wall. And at the end of the day or in a quiet moment during the day, if he doesn't stop and appreciate that he just did something hard and that was amazing and let it settle in. Let it settle in what it feels like to be satisfied by accomplishments that are real. If he doesn't have enough of those moments, then when he wakes up in the morning in three weeks from now, when he looks at that cigarette, he's going to have no neuroplasticity that says, do you remember how you felt? Do you remember your walk at two o'clock in the afternoon, knowing that the 9 a.m. cigarette never happened? And how good you felt about yourself. You know that walk you take at night? You know the time you get to bed at night and you feel good about yourself because you didn't finish the cabinet of food and you controlled your eating? Remember how you feel when you go upstairs at the end of the night, that walk up the stairs? You know that feeling you get when you do the right thing, when you engage in spirituality, when you do what you feel is right? You know that feeling you got? Remember it? You're going to get that again. Just get through the next wall. That's how you get through it. If you don't take time in your day to let the win, which is the effort, settle in, when you come up against the wall, your brain says, well, what do you got for me? I got pain. I'm not doing that. And you go, no, 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 go through the, go through the wall. And you're like, why? And your brain goes, and you tell your brain because it's going to be great. And your brain goes, I don't know that. I don't have any memory of it being great. The last 10 times you went through it, I don't have a neuro connection telling me that it was great. So now you need some superseding reason to get through it. When you give your, your, your brain those satisfying moments, those quiet, satisfying moments in you and God that you expended energy and effort. You appreciated your own effort. You don't got to tell anybody. Now, the next time your brain looks at the wall and goes, that wall, Uh uh-uh, I want satisfaction. Let's get through this. All right, we'll continue. Think about this. Take a moment today, if you can, when you break down any wall and just find a ritual or a moment where you can let yourself appreciate the effort that you put into your day. All right, we'll continue. Have an amazing day. And with God's help, I cannot wait to see you again tomorrow. Have a great day.